0: That was Mary by the Geraldine Fibbers. And the title of our episode tonight is called Mary. And it's about a cat named Mary that just moved into my apartment building. This is Shady, not Mary. My cat. Who likes to make a lot of noise. So it's funny how Mary got here. Her mother was subletting from my neighbor who lives in front. We'll call him Leonardo and he goes out of town a lot. He goes to Brazil to take care of his mother who is ill and lots of people go in and out while he's gone at months at a time. Some of them I say hi to and some of them I don't remember if they're ever even around so a lot of them are not somebody I would recognize on the street, but one day I was walking Paco, and I came back to the front of the building, and Fred, my neighbor that lives downstairs in the front, likes to sit out front and read the newspaper and have coffee or drink wine in the evening, and he was sitting there, and he said, a lady fell out the third floor of our apartment building, the one in front, Leonardo's apartment. And the ambulance came and took her away. She broke her leg. And I couldn't believe it because I'd only been gone 45 minutes and I found it very hard to believe that you could get an ambulance there and pick somebody up and take them away and not even no broken screen, nothing. So I couldn't believe it. And I asked Leonardo when he came back, and he said he, a lot of people had stayed at his place and he didn't hear of anything um, except that he heard from George that a woman had fallen out the window. So we weren't sure what happened. And a couple of years had gone by, and sometimes I would chat with my neighbors and I'd say, Do you ever remember a woman falling out the front of the window? And they'd say, No, I don't remember. And I was like, Oh, okay. And About a month ago, somebody was staying at Leonardo's house and he was a strange guy and he had asked me if I could uh, direct him to our apartment manager, which we certainly don't have one here. Uh, This is a very crazy place. It's lots of eclectic, different types of people living here and lots of people going in and out. It's just total chaos all the time. So, as I said, there was no apartment manager, and he just was sweaty and weird, and he was eating a plum, and he had this strange haircut. He had half his head shaved from the front, and then when he turned around, he had giant patches missing from the back, that tufts of hair just hanging out, and as a hairdresser, that was driving me insane, and I don't know, he looked tweaky, so. Then he turned to me, and he said, do you remember the woman that fell out the window? And I said, Yes! Do you know who she was? Do you know what happened? And he said, no. And he ran down the stairs and he ran away. I was like, I'm never going to know what happened. And I'm just, I got to know. This place is crazy. And like I said, I've been working on a book about this building. And I have so many eclectic characters. I'd like to keep them documented. Inquiring minds is just how it is. So Leonardo comes back. And we're chatting in the hallway. And he said, remember the lady that fell out the window? I said, yes. And I can't believe it, because he's the one that would know. And he's going to tell me the truth. He's going to tell me what happened. And I said, do you ever know why she fell out the window? And he's like, no. I was like, ah. And he said, but she died. I said, what? He said, yeah, she died. It was very sad. She was on painkillers, and she accidentally OD'd. <clears throat> now it kind of made a little more sense why she might have fallen out the window. But it was very sad, and he said she had a cat, and uh, he didn't want the cat to go to animal care and control because the cat was 17 years old, and he was very afraid that the cat would be euthanized. So he has the cat, and the cat's name is Mary. So it's so crazy to me. I just feel like we've come full circle and now the lady who fell out the window is actually dead and her cat now lives on inside this crazy apartment building that I live in. And I know a lot of people live in crazy apartment buildings. Um, but I kind of was feeling as San Francisco has changed so much that, uh, they're starting to die because these people can't afford to live here anymore and they're getting forced out. And that's one of my favorite things about the city is, you know, as annoying as it can be, it's always interesting to live with interesting people. And uh, so I like that Leonardo has a fun, eclectic group of people that um, have fun tales to tell. So uh, another person that lives in my building, which uh, was actually the reason why I started to do the book in the first place, Michelle had suggested that I write my next ghost story about this building, and uh, Flores, she lives downstairs, and she's amazing, she's from El Salvador, and she's been in this building probably since the late 80s, early 90s, and it's rumored that she used to date the owner of the building who lives in Sacramento now. He owns several buildings in this uh, neighborhood. And uh, he's a pretty shitty landlord. And she cleans the houses or the buildings here in exchange for her rent. And uh, she's completely uh, has dementia. She's blind. Um, She's a giant soccer fan. And before I realized she had dementia, her and I fought for like a year and a half, she would hated my cat Shady. She would threaten that she was gonna have the landlord have him taken away, and that made me very angry. So I immediately hated her. Um, I would also play guitar in my kitchen and stomp my feet, which I know is rude. So um, she would pound on the ceiling with a broom and drive me crazy. And she would always say, "You smoking? Oh, you smoke! Oh, I hate your smoke. I don't like your cat. I hate your smoking." So uh, she said, I'm telling the landlord that you smoke, and I'm not supposed to smoke in my building. So it did motivate me to quit. So thanks, Flores. But uh, one day her door got broken into, and she had been assaulted, and it made me really sad. And she was never the same after that. And that's when I understood that she has full-blown dementia. Um, Sometimes you'll see her out on the street. She'll clean my stairs for about two days, (laughs) just sit out there and sweep, 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 sweep the sidewalk. Um, Yeah, so she's, she's a trip, but she's, she's a very sweet lady. And I I like her a lot now. Um, Sometimes she would really want to help me when she wasn't hating me. And she would take my mail and forget that she took my mail and keep it for days. So Eventually, I would go downstairs and just ask her, and, oh, yes, yes, she'd come and give me my mail. Ugh. I'm like, even when you're helping me, you're hurting me. And uh, late at night, she likes to pound on the ceiling. Uh, she also likes to blow her whistle. She'll blow a whistle. Um, usually, you know, during soccer season, it's in route for a team, but sometimes just at 2 in the morning, you know, this whistle blow. Um, yeah. So, she's a funny lady. And you guys probably see her in the streets. She's very small. Tight braid. Sometimes she likes to wear a sequins flower in her hair. And she likes to wear sunglasses at night sometimes. So, she's funny. She wears really funny shirts. Sometimes she has a, a weed maps beanie on, which kills me. I can't tell how old she is. Like I said, you know, she could be 60 to 80. She's hardy. She's in good shape. And, uh we just kind of keep an eye out for her now after the break in and she had another situation where a woman that used to live here in the back in the nineties raised two girls and, uh, just wasn't a very present mom and would just kind of leave her girls locked up in the front room, never let them go outside. Um, they only watch TV and, uh, Apparently, as soon as they got to go outside, they both met boys and moved on quickly. And one of her 19-year-old children had four children and didn't have a place to live. So this woman's mother, Francesca, was good friends with Gladys. And she convinced Gladys to let her daughter and her four children stay in Gladys's kitchen until she could find another place to live. And we all knew that that was never going to happen. Nobody could find a place to live in San Francisco with four children There's, and working. She always said two jobs. And she was a nightmare. She was very defensive. She was very aggressive. She was taking over Gladys' apartment. Gladys had stopped taking care of herself. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, we started to notice it. So we were able to help her out and we called adult protective services and we got those people out of there. So especially now we watch out for Gladys even more. And, uh, so that's Gladys Flores. I'm changing the names to protect the innocent. Uh, so they have two names in the book. So Gladys is Flores and Fred is George. So now I've caught you up with a couple of the characters in this building, and uh, yeah, they're really interesting, and they don't have two names in the book, I'm sorry, they have, their real names, and they have the names that I gave them in the book, Um, so I'll just uh, probably be bouncing back and forth, but I'll try to keep it, um, I'll keep it Flores and keep it Fred, um, as far as those two go but i do have a funny story about fred he uh he likes to go through the garbage and uh recycle he's a he's an avid recycler um and uh he gets very upset if you do not recycle properly which we all have neighbors like this i'm sure and uh so one day he was uh going through the garbage and found uh, the rough draft to my new book that I'm working on and uh, it has some stories about him that are true and some that aren't but he got so offended he came out to me and said Fred did not eat eggs out of the garbage can Fred would never eat eggs out of a garbage can. Fred would never eat uncooked eggs. And I was like, oh no, he went through the garbage and he read my rough draft. How mad is he? And and I looked at him and I said, you did. You did. That's how I met you. We were standing in front of Mission Laundry and you introduced yourself and you grabbed a to-go container out of the garbage can and you started to eat the eggs that were in the to-go container and said to me, I can't believe somebody threw away a perfectly good set of eggs and laughed. And, and uh, I was like, wow, okay, this guy lives below me. That's cool. And uh, he just ate food out of the trash, you know, well, that's who I'm living with. And he doesn't mean any harm when he goes through my garbage. There isn't anything malicious about it. Sometimes he'll see uh, a prescription bottle, which now I know to rip off the labels, and said, are you taking amoxicillin? I said, I have an ear infection. He offered a you know, herbal remedy that would fix that. And I was like, okay, well, I think it's harmless. And we're good friends. So... That's George slash Fred. (laughs) Um, I'm sure if any of you guys live in this neighborhood, you know him. He sits on the stoop and he has a newspaper and a cup of coffee uh, in the morning or a glass of wine at night. And uh, he's a smart guy. He's a good guy. He's funny. He's intense at times. So I filled you in on a couple of the people that I have gotten to know in the building and I will let you know more about the people who used to live in the building uh, in fact the old landlord who actually was a really good guy and uh, took good care of this building and he um, lived here in the mid to late 40s moved in here with his wife and he died in the late 90s and uh, He's uh, definitely part of my book, too, and, um, and his name was Clarence, and uh, a lot of people that still live here knew him, and I got to interview them, and I got to hear so many great stories about this neighborhood and how all these people came to live in here, and I'll go over that um, in the next few podcasts. So thank you for listening, and be safe if you live in my neighborhood or in any other neighborhood in the city, and... Just um, take care of yourself. Thank you so much.